We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Pack a Day podcast. Thanks again for joining us today. My name is Dan Connick, and it is uh, officially time to start looking ahead to a Packers playoff game. We know the opponent. We know the time. We know the location. It's Green Bay, L.A at the frozen tundra on Saturday afternoon. So uh, to get us ready for everything that we need to look forward to this week, as the Packers get ready for this week, I'm going to be joined by my two co-hosts, the same guys each and every week, every other week. We really, guys, we really just need to be every week because it really kind of throws off my whole intro that I have to say every other week. But it's Matt Fralick and Janelle Mackey. How are you doing, guys? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, you said guys. Uh, Janelle's joining us. She, I don't. I think she... Claims she she can be part of the guys, but she can also claim to be a girl as well. Uh, I grew up one of the boys, so it's fine. That's true. I feel like guys is sort of like a, a gener- has become sort of a generic catch-all. It's it's become very genderless. I feel I, like. I see guys a lot, and then I'm worried that one of these days a girl is going to yell at me for it. Even though it's it's how I generalize people. Like that's how Midwesterners generalize. We don't say y'all, we say you guys. Right. I I had. <laughs> I had a group. I was working with a group once at, at one of my jobs, and it was like three three women that I was taking somewhere. And I said, "All right, guys, if you want to just follow me." And the one lady called me on it. And then, like every time, I was like, "Okay, well, if you," I'm like, "I don't have another word for people, like a group of people, except guys. <laughs> I don't know what to say." <laughs> 
I'm very hamstrung by my Midwestern my Midwestern roots. Work on your pronouns, Dan. Work on your pronouns. I know. I need to figure it out. <laughs> um, well, guys, uh, we're going to take a look at what the Packers should be looking at this week, uh, what fans should be keeping an eye on this week as we get ready for the Rams game on Saturday. Uh, before we get to that, though, just uh, a, a little Shefty bomb getting dropped on us uh, earlier today. The the uh, out of the, the prodigal son comes home. Jared Valdir is back with the Green Bay Packers, or at least it's being reported by Schefter. It hasn't been announced officially yet of, of right now. I assume it'll be announced tomorrow. But uh, if Shefty's saying it, I feel like it's pretty solid. So Jared Valdir, guys, he's back, and then thanks to uh, thanks to the Colts for kindly bowing out of the first round so that he could come win a championship uh, with his rightful rightful team. But the, I love this. I love the the note that comes with it, he can actually become – because there's no guarantee he'll play on Saturday, but he can come in as the first player to play for two teams in the same postseason on Saturday, which I think is – that warrants that warrants at least one kind of pity snap in special teams, I think. And yeah. during a pandemic, mind you. Like, that's even another – like, they're going to pull that stat up like 25 years from now and they'll be like, oh, it was the second guy I ever vote, but he's, only, he's the first guy not in a pandemic that was able to do it. No, that's crazy, man. Like <laughs> – and he started last week and actually played. I didn't think he was going to play, but Costanzo was banged up on the left side for the Colts. And yeah, I we won't we won't know if Valdir will play. I mean, based off of when they signed Damon Snacks Harrison, I didn't think he would play. But then it was no, he was already through protocol. He was actually on an active roster, so he didn't do the whole like situation. So Valdir have an option to play, but it would be strange if they thrust him in here at this point. Um, in that very solid offensive line. Janelle, your, your thoughts on the Shefty bomb with Valdir? Is Valdir just going to be there as, like, kind of a, a veteran dude just in case, or is it you think he gets an opportunity? Yeah, you know, going to the playoffs, a little bit of insurance never hurts anybody. So I don't see him starting, you know, like you said, we have one of the most solid offensive lines, even when injuries occur. The, the depth of this offensive line has been crazy good over the last few years. So, yeah, bringing him in, it's more insurance than anything. Um, it would if you see him starting or going in, it's probably not good. So, like, and you hope that if, if that happens, that he can fill in the role. But yeah, him being on an active roster already and going through all that COVID protocol. I mean, I didn't think we'd see snacks as quickly as we did. I really didn't expect to see him in this until this upcoming weekend. So, this COVID protocol is is nuts. How fast they can get it done, and I don't know how soon he would be at the facility. Um, but yeah, it it's it's cool to see him come in and you know, you get you get eliminated from playoffs one weekend and then you get to go be on the number one seed the following weekend. So good for him and um yeah, I guess we'll just see how it plays out throughout the week. If this even matters by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I I really need to look up because I know I know before last year and before he came a Packer fan favorite, he was with the Patriots. Was we was he with the Patriots his entire career up until that point? Um, so I've, I've the seen Broncos, like the Broncos and the Raiders, yeah. and okay, okay, because I was gonna say if your whole career has been Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers to Philip Rivers back to Aaron Rodgers, that's a pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's some pretty damn good company to be around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, guys, before we before we kind of move on past this wild card weekend, I want to just uh, in review get your take on on the games we saw this past weekend. Uh, there was a lot of 
crazy. I mean, this was like a very unique wild card experience. And I think I feel, I feel very happy that we got to watch it as the number one seed and not have to worry about games this weekend because it was fantastic to just lay back two days in a row and watch nothing but playoff football from, you know, one o'clock until midnight, basically each and every day. What, what was your takeaway from the weekend? Well, super wild card weekend, Dan. Super wild card weekend. Don't forget that. And no, it was, it just started weird, right? Wofford just gets just dome piece smacked by Jamal Adams and is out. And it was just like the, the weekend was started from there. Like it, like Jared Goff comes in. It's like, really? I had to go look. I'm like, holy cow. Blake Bortles actually, if he was activated, probably would have been playing. Like it was just crazy. Um, you know, the Rams game was nuts. Washington kept it a lot closer than anyone else expected. I'm sure. The only game that really, like, I don't know. I don't even know if there was a game that I thought it was, like, predictable. I think every game kind of just had a different storyline than I expected that came out of it, um, especially on Saturday. Sunday was a little bit more predictable, I would say, but it, it was a fun weekend. I enjoyed all the games. Um, no break, right? You didn't have that weird lull where you're like, ah, what am I supposed to I mean, there was a little one here and there. I think Andy Herman tweeted about it. Like, I caught a nap between those, those times, Andy, but um, – yeah, it was a fun weekend. I, I definitely enjoyed myself. Yeah, um, I love how on weekends where Packers don't play, I think that I can just, you know, put my feet up, relax, enjoy some football, and that's never the case. You know, first game we watch is Colts-Bills, and it's a nail-biter through the whole entire thing, and I'm like, okay, I'm one game into the playoffs, and I'm already, like, stressed and have gray hair, and, yeah, and then followed by Rams-Seahawks, and it's always fun to watch the Seahawks lose, and, yeah, and then – Buccaneers, Washington football team, they come in and, you know, with Heineke and that that was one of the most fun games all week, just watching yeah. him ball out because it's like this guy who nobody knew three hours prior comes in and, like, everybody knows his name and he's just out there really putting his heart on the line and that's the kind of football that you love to watch. So Saturday was a lot of fun. Sunday, it was, like, the Nickelodeon game. I know Matt couldn't find the, the black market stream for it, mm-hmm. but... Like, that that game would have been so boring without all those effects, and I hope that they do it more because I've got a niece, and I'm going to want her to learn football that way, except for Cordell Patterson, step away from the the ref's mic next time. So (laughs) (laughs) that was fun for me. But, yeah, just a lot of really good football. And, you know, a team – I'm making everyone feel old on my timeline when I'm like, yeah, the Bills and Browns, they won their first playoff games in my existence, and uh, people don't like when I say stuff like that, but (laughs) – and I know you guys are kind of rolling your eyes at me too. Kai, <laughs> close. Like you know, there's certain references that you'll bring up that it's like that kind of offended me. And then I'm like, then the other reverse side, it's like Dan and I are like Janelle should know who Ferris Bueller is, but like at the end of the day, like it, it kind of goes, it goes back and forth a little bit. Yeah, I sometimes I fit in with the old older group. Sometimes I fit in with like the use of Twitter, but. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun football. Yes, my age is definitely showing this weekend. Yeah, the during that Nickelodeon broadcast, the the girl who I didn't I didn't know who she was because I'm 30 years old, um, made some I reference didn't know about either. So it's fine. Yeah, well, she like made she made the reference of like, oh, 2000. That was before I was born. I'm like, oh, oh that's. Cool. See, that's then fun. I feel old. So that's what I'm doing to all you guys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little taste of my own medicine there. 
I don't know. I loved I personally with the Nickelodeon thing. I loved it. Um, I thought Nate Burleson did an amazing job. Yeah. Describing an incredibly complex game in a way that made it just so easy to comprehend whether you were a kid or not. Like it, it just it flowed so well. I think he and Noah Eagle, which Sanjay uh, from Packers Twitter and Game On Wisconsin noted, like the Eagle family, Ian and Noah, completely stacked. So. Great job for the Eagle family. Um, but, no, I thought they did a great job. And I think, too, the, the one other thing I want to note from this is I made this I made this point on Twitter a little bit. It was fantastic to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers lose and lose in the way that they did to the Cleveland Browns, who completely deserved that win. And I just want to make this point again to everybody that rags on the Jordan Love pick for the Green Bay Packers, the Steelers are Exhibit A for why they do that. And no one is saying that Jordan Love will guarantee payoff and be worth the first-round pick, but at this point in a quarterback's career, you should be investing in finding the future of your quarterback. The yeah, and Steelers, I, I hope the draft and throw them in the first year, like, let them learn, let them develop, right. and if Jordan Love could become trade bait because he's playing under Aaron Rodgers. So that's exactly that's exactly right. And just look at what the Steelers like. And I really, I really felt this with I, I know a lot of Steelers fans. There was like there was sort of a panic behind this team that if they don't do anything this year, it's done because they don't have a quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. If Ben Roethlisberger decides to to step away, obviously, like Mason Rudolph isn't the answer. Joshua Dobbs isn't the answer. Uh, whatever Duck Dynasty Duck isn't the answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's there's no answer there. Like, you've invested everywhere else except at quarterback. And so mm-hmm. you either you either run out Ben Roethlisberger again next year. I don't, I, don't know what I don't know if he is on contract or what the deal is for him next year. But, I mean, either way, like, you, you haven't prepared for it yet. And the mm-hmm. Packers got a lot of crap for it, but I would much rather be on that side of things than I would be at the Steelers right now. So, so. And to your point, I mean, I didn't really make that comparison, Dan, but I did, that is a game I'd want to touch a little bit on here. But, like, there's two things with that. One, like, the quarterback thing, like, they drafted Hodges, they drafted Rudolph, they drafted Dobbs, but those weren't first-round talent guys, right? They've kind of been like, eh, here's our guy waiting in the wings. He's a, you know, third round pick he's a fifth round pick whatever the case may be um he's a cast member of you know duck dynasty like it's not that's not a guy that you're gonna hand the keys over right and the second thing is i think even more importantly like you can get away with those guys in the past obviously like it doesn't have to be a first round talent it could be an undrafted guy for all you know for all intents and purposes but like they've given up draft capital right like they went and got minka fitzpatrick I'm sure there's other picks along the way that they've traded up because they thought they were mm-hmm. ready to win now. And like, that's only screwed them over for the future as we get, as they progress towards the rest of Roethlisberger's career, Tomlin's career. And we'll, we'll see what happens, but they're, they're in a tough spot And that game. Like, man, like 28, nothing never saw that coming. It started out bad. And it's just, I really, really can't get over the, like, I just, I don't know what happened to the Steelers. I know some of it was run play. They lost a couple guys on defense. Um, but really, you start 11-0, and you just couldn't get it back on the rails. It just it was just like this long, long car crash 
on a high, I mean, granted it was going fast, like 11 and 0, you're in the left lane. Like you're, you got that thing pinned down, but like, they just couldn't figure it out. They couldn't. And I, I thought maybe the playoffs, a little bit of break in action. They played the Browns the week before. So you kind of already know what's going on. The Browns had everything against them, right? Like they didn't, they were missing two stud guys in the defense. They're missing their head coach. They got some guy named Blake, as uh, Baker Mayfield said, blocking for him. And they just couldn't figure it out on the Steelers end. And it was just, and they're at home. Like that's even the next, yeah. like it's not like, it's just, it's crazy how the Steelers season ended. You got to feel terrible for Steelers fans. I have really no ill will against Steelers fans. Okay, apparently Dan Dan does, but like it's no, just you don't have to feel bad. Just ugly, just an ugly well, end of their season. It's like it shows you what happens when you get too cocky. Like mm-hmm. karma comes back and bites you, and then the whole world laughs. So that's why you know, you're going cautiously optimistic about every game, and you don't <laughs> dance on the logos and go talk smack on TikTok even after you lose or whatever. So, uh, yeah, get the Watt brothers out of there so I can I can hate the Steelers. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you're allowed to hate people from your own, from the college you support. Oh, yeah. Like, I hated Russell Wilson I, for a long time, but, like, I've came around to him a little bit, but, like. I can't do it. The Watt family is good people. Can't do it. Like, I've got, I've got Ezekiel Elliott on the Cowboys. How do you think that makes me feel? Okay, well, that's oh, not, you can't compare Ezekiel Elliott to the Watt family. <laughs> nice try. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, We'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com slash join. One's, one's, got, one's got a championship, and three... Like, a lot, like, good people. Yeah. Uh, Janelle's no, judging outside of the, uh, the lines and the 60 minutes of play. 75 yards through the heart of Alabama. Look it up, everybody. <laughs> Um, all right. Why don't we talk? Why don't we go back to Packers football? Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so with the Rams winning and the Saints winning, Rams come to Lambeau this week. What, what is this the? Where does this rank in terms of potential opponents, guys? At the begin, like when the when the seeding got set, and we knew kind of the potential matchups. Where did the Rams coming to Lambeau kind of fall for for you guys in terms of wanting to see them this early? I mean, when I heard Goff hurt his thumb and they found out the severity of it that he was going to have to surgery, I was like, okay, that's, you know, that's, if they make it in the playoffs, that's fine. Obviously, that's, they're not playing 100%, but like the Rams on paper, like they're one of the most talented teams on either side of the ball collectively in the playoffs. But being that it is, you know, you got to play, got to 
play how it is. Like Wofford might be a challenge if he's able to, you know, get cleared through. They said he had a stinger, which is like, no, dude, he literally got concussed. Um, or Goff's playing, and like Goff's postseason record isn't that great. So, like to answer your point, I I was anticipating all last week, Dan, to like worry about Tom Brady and the Bucks coming to Lambeau Field being a prime time game. Uh, that was really, really what I was worried about. And then when Seahawks lose, obviously we get to play the Rams. Then I, I felt it was kind of like a, it was like, oh, this is this is kind of nice. We don't have to worry about playing the Bucks or the Saints right away. I felt like it was kind of a a tier tier lower than I was expecting. Yeah, I think um, I think it'll be a really good matchup. You know, throughout the entire season, every time I looked in on the Rams, I was like, oh, they're kind of a dark horse right now. Their record's a lot better than I expected. And when we watched them like play the Bears and you're like, wow, this team, they're really surprising me. So they've got the injury bug, you know, like Goff with his thumb and Wolford and now like Donald and um, Cooper Cup had a little tweak there in that game that we won't know about till later. So I really, really like this matchup, especially our offense versus their defense. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun, especially because they have to come to Lambeau. I'm I'm really excited about this matchup, and I I know a lot of people wanted to see the Bears again, but it's hard to beat a team three times. So I was a little bit more cautious about that one. And um, Tom Brady, I would have loved to have seen him come to Lambeau, but maybe at a later date. So yeah, Rams. I'm excited about this matchup, and I have a lot of good feelings going into it. Yeah, I feel the same way about the Bears. I didn't want to see the Bears again. Um, I'm I'm of the mindset that I I hate playing division rivals or teams that I hate in the playoffs because I am afraid of losing to them because I'm a big scaredy cat. Um, yeah. And that's I mean, I'm, I'm more afraid of losing than I am. Like we all think it. You just have the balls to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, no, I like. Plus, I think just, like, the Bears played much better the second time around, or at least played closer the second time around. So, uh, you know, I just never love giving a team a third crack at, like you said. Um, obviously didn't want to see the Bucks this early on. And uh, so I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with the Rams. I, I was kind of looking forward to it for most of the same reasons that you guys are saying. I think the Rams and the Seahawks are pretty damn similar when it comes to being one-dimensional. The the Seahawks have a fairly decent offense, but no defense. The Rams' uh, offense is not great, but they have the top scoring defense. So I, 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 I'll put this offense against any any defense any day of the week. So if, if, it's, if it's our best unit against your best unit and my best unit is the offense, then I'll, t- I'll take that any day. Um, I mean, add on to that too, guys. The injuries to to Cooper Cup and to and to or not, excuse me, not Cup. Uh, sticking with the quarterback with Goff and um, and Wolford. That that's got to be the the biggest thing to watch this week is who actually even starts at quarterback this week. I don't know if it really does it make. This is kind of weird to say now. Does it make much difference who starts for the Rams? Yeah, just because like it actually does because like just of their skill set, right? Like. Cooper, I would much rather have an injured Jared Goff with his throwing, I mean, with his thumb, than a Walford, to be honest. Like, Walford can move. Like, he can really, he can do stuff with his legs. And if they were able to get the ball rolling like they were with Cam Akers um, on Saturday, that could be big. Like, I think it's like, 
I honestly don't think – I think it would be a game-time decision just because you have to plan separately on those defenses. Like, there's a, those are completely different game plans you have to plan for if you're Mike Pettin. So I, I think it's – I don't think it's a one, like, cookie-cutter uh, style defensive scheme. We'll see if Mike Pettin uh, chooses not to do that. We've seen that in the past. But um, I, I guess, like, who would you rather play, Dan? Like, would you rather play Jared Goff with a thumb or this Wofford kid who's got really nothing to lose and just, like, moves around? I mean, I'm I'm really okay playing either of them. I, I okay. think I think I, I think you kind of you kind of illustrated the difference between the two. Is Jared Goff is the better quarterback, but he's mm-hmm. injured. The thing though, too, is Jared Goff isn't the best quarterback. He's not a world beating style quarterback. So like uh like an eighty percent, seventy five percent Jared Goff and a hundred percent. War, I don't even know the Warford's first name. What's his What's his first name? I believe it's John. John. John, John Wolford. John Wolford. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. I've never watched Game of Thrones, but if you said he was in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like 100% John Wolford, like that, they seem kind of interchangeable for me. But yeah, if I had to pick one, I'll pick the injured guy. First, because mm-hmm. that just you know that just adds to it. But right. um, but yeah, Janelle, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I really don't think we got to see enough of Wolford to really get a good taste of what he can bring. He got hurt so early that you know you blink and Jared Goffson. So I mean, neither one of we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, really scares me too much. Yeah, they bring different skill sets, but and that that's kind of um, something they can play throughout this week is just holding that to their chest, who's going to play, because um, that could really affect the Packers and the way they scheme. So just the unknown could really do some damage going into that game. But when when it comes to the game, I I think the Packers' defense, the way they've been playing, I'm not as worried about a more mobile quarterback versus Goff and they have good receivers, but you know, depending on who's throwing to them, it's like, are they really going to be that effective? It's really acres who offensively is my biggest concern because you could see when he was hurt versus when he was playing, they were a completely different team on offense and he, he's really good. So I know run defense isn't always the best for the Packers, but really quarterback doesn't bother me. It's the running back that I think they need to focus more on. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. 
Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Yeah, I think agreed. Camp, for me, that's that's the that's the turning point of this whole of this whole game is what Cam Akers is able to do. I think Aaron Donald will get his. Jalen Ramsey will probably do a pretty good job of limiting Devonte Adams just because that's what he does. I think they're both going to have wins in that matchup, and the rest of that offense from from LA doesn't really scare me that much. It's Cam Akers. Cam Akers is the difference maker for them. You guys, you both just said it there. When Cam Akers started to get hot near the end of the season, that's when LA started to turn things around. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that'll be that'll that's got to be the the thing to look at. But uh, we are not sure who's going to be handing him the ball off, throwing him the ball, or any of these guys um, catching the ball. We kind of alluded to Cooper Cup injury wise um, for the Rams. It sounds like he is expected to play. Um, but kind of like what we've said before, uh, this could all this, all of these injury stuff could just be playing close to the chest of the Rams. So uh, something to keep an eye on. The other big one, guys, the elephant in the room, quite literally an elephant, uh, Aaron Donald, uh, had that injury just near the end of the game and ended up being torn rib cartilage, which from what I've seen, everyone says is incredibly painful to, <laughs> to play through. He's expected to play through it. I assume they'll shoot him up with every, everything, you know, whatever they gave Aaron Rodgers to come back against the Bears in week one a couple years ago, whatever that is, just to shoot him up with some of that. Um, but, man, like, that that's like ribs. Ribs are tricky. And not just playing, like, an outdoor game at Lambeau with that kind of rib injury, but I think watch this week, like, if something happens. In, in practice, you know, I assume he'll take it light. Co- you know, the coaching staff will, you know, obviously, like, not run him through the gauntlet or anything. But, man, an injury like that could easily just – I mean, we saw what happened to Bakhtiari, you know, just mm-hmm. very easily. The thing, uh, Something can change. And, man, if Aaron Donald goes down, that's a completely different defense for, for the Rams. 100%. Like, he arguably could be the best – the best football player in the entire NFL. Like you could make that case and a rib injury. Like that's, that's not, I mean, it's, it's not like it's just a, you know, a sprained shoulder or maybe a a lower body injury, but it's, that's going to be the headline. Like you said, Dan, that is the elephant in the room that we're going to wait for until sun, excuse me, Saturday, Saturday afternoon to figure out whether or not Aaron Donald's going to play. Obviously I would be shocked if he didn't suit up. That would be like something crazy would have to happen. Um, he's definitely going to play. Depends in what capacity, <clears throat> and it also depends. You know, is he going to get? 
is it going to be limited snaps? Like, how are they going to be able to, you know, effectively? Because that's really kind of what this game comes down to. Dan looked at the weather before the before we started recording. It's about just above freezing, Dan. I don't think there's anything in the forecast as far as snow goes. We hope and pray that there's some inclement weather because we've seen what the Packers did in Lambeau and what they've have done. Um, and if that's the case, like, I, I regardless of what the, the precipitation is, I still think the Packers continue to run the ball. And if you're able to move Aaron Donald out of the way, whether that be him not even on the field or actually like scheming around, making him move maybe a little bit more lateral, um, putting two guys on him, kind of frustrating him a little bit, making him have to move. Um, he's not going to be able to be as you know one-dimensional up up a gap like he normally you know you would see from him. He can usually get side to side, but if you can limit his um, lateral movement, I think that'd be huge. And you can probably do that with the run game. And I think the way the Packers have ran that inside zone, um, kind of that zone scheme will be interesting. But um, yeah, which actually just I guess. We can talk about maybe won't just the whole uh, Sean McVay and Matt Lafleur like kind of the uh, Jedi. Uh, I guess I'm not a Star Wars fan, but Dan maybe could fill me in on the cracks. The or maybe Padawan we'll, yeah. will will uh, the Padawan will try to teach the master this week. Thank you. Exactly. So like, what? Who? Do you, is there any opportunity you think for Sean McVay, Sean McVay to understand maybe the offense of Matt Lafleur? Since it's, I mean, you watch those offenses; they're very similar. Is there is there any opportunity where he can kind of maybe maybe Matt Lafleur will play into what Sean thinks or the opposite? You know like what? I his head like knowing like the schemes <laughs> and stuff. Like, oh, I, I know this one. He stole it from me. <laughs> I forget. I forget who said it on Twitter. And I, I really should. I really just need to start like screenshotting every tweet I see because the bookmark I, I want to go back. Beautiful for that. <laughs> I'm 30 years old, Janelle. I I just learned how to share a video on Twitter like without quote tweeting it. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying my best to to learn. Um, like said that really he takes more after Kyle Shanahan's offense. Than than Sean McVay, you know, and and I and and I really don't know because I I don't confess to be a you know a a film guru or an offensive guru like you know someone that can really eat tape and like show you like oh here's this formation this formation here's you know where this this comes from you know that's Dusty Evie that's Eli like I I I can't I can't hang with those guys but you know from from what from that tweet just basing it off that you know kind of takes more up to the Kyle Shanahan side, which I would assume, you know, means I think, I think Sean McVay, everyone makes the connection of Sean McVay because, you know, Matt LaFleur was there, uh, spent time with him, you know, they both are super attractive, um, you know, whatever, whatever the connections are between the two. Um, But yeah, like, I I think, I think there's, I think there's plenty that Matt is going to, gonna you know throw in here that he he knows he knows where the weaknesses are and I think that that's been prevalent this year is I think Matt especially this year and maybe more importantly Aaron know the strengths and weaknesses of this offense and how it kind of plays each and every week that makes sense Mm -hmm. I totally think it makes sense well, guys, um, the only other thing that the only other thing that when I was looking ahead because the Packers don't didn't play this past week. There was literally almost no Packer news except for the the Veldier signing, um, which is a good thing. Like a bye weeks, a bye week, no no news is good news. Um, so 
the only other thing that I look ahead for for the Packers is what Matt brought up as the weather. And this one, I did take time to know who tweeted it. Matt Schneidman put this out that Aaron Rodgers is 10-0 in games played entirely below freezing temperatures. 26 touchdowns, one interception. Jared Goff has played in two. He's one and one, one touchdown, five interceptions. So I think that is why the weather, the whole rest of the week, keep it bookmarked on your in Netscape or something like that, you know, because, again, I'm old. So, you know, your Netscape browser, keep the weather tab booked so you can keep an eye on what happens this week because, man, bringing a team like L.A., and Jared Goff into into Lambeau and below freezing is perfect. But then, man, if you could just have that cold front, you know, that storm front move in just a few hours later than what it is on Friday would be perfect. Dan, and you didn't have, have to go that. The Saturday game, too. Like, getting to play on Saturday and then have your mm-hmm. Sunday. Like, True. I think perfect time slot for, for me personally. Like, that's my thinking is the three – Get out of the way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no anticipation. Dan, you didn't have to go that far back to Netscape. You could have just said Internet Explorer. No one uses that crap anymore. Like, but looking <laughs> well, at Jared. Fire or whatever earlier, so. <laughs> <laughs> looking at, like, just looking at Goff's playoff numbers, um, five games, one of which has only been outdoors, and that was this past week in Seattle, obviously with the thumb um, through under 50%, but like on average, a game for him in the playoffs, if, if that's a large enough sample sizing of five games, I'm not sure if it is, but 55% completion, averages about 225 in the air, two sacks, um, averages under a touchdown. I think that's huge. So, and then you got to understand like if it's it, precipitation or not, like Dan said, if it's under below zero, that's going to be tough for LA, I think to come all the way out here. But I, I can't imagine there's many people outside of Brett Favre that can play with a splint on their their thumb in the cold that can sling it around. So I, I'm there. There's been a lot of weeks in a row where I haven't been very confident of the Packers and they've surprised me. So I'm going to try to keep my expectations low, but I'm I'm pretty confident um, things going forward. Their best players got some busted up ribs. Um, one of their best receivers. We'll see what happens with his knee. Who knows who their quarterback's going to be, but um, crazier things have happened. And if Cam Akers isn't held in check, um, we've seen instances where the Packers get get gashed. But um, I'm I'm pretty optimistic, and I'm excited. You guys mentioned that earlier. Um, the Jalen Ramsey Devontae Adams matchup that that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, the more we talk about this, the more I realize how big of a question mark the Rams are going into this weekend. Like we we really have no sure understanding of who we're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes it really, like, we could see uh, Dar- Dar- uh, Donald, geez, uh, in, like, one of those big military vests, like we saw Jordy in, because he plays a very physical <laughs> position. So he's, like, it's not like he's, you know, like, out there running routes and maybe not making contact with people. He plays a very physical position, so you wonder what they're going to do with him. Like, if they really want him to play that bad through such an injury, and then, yeah, Cup, his injury could be worse than we know, and uh, quarterback situation is just a big wild card. And, yeah, the, the Devontae Adams-Jalen Ramsey matchup, I think, is really going to be what everybody's watching. That's going to be the X factor of the game. How And the thing is, even if he can contain Adams, which would be really shocking, it's not like the Packers don't have any other weapons, despite what all those uh, draft people think. 
Rodgers has a lot of targets. So if you can shut down Adams, he still he can make Daphne catch the, like he's like a <laughs> Daphne. So he it's not like you take away Adams and you take away this offense. There's a lot of tools in this belt and yeah, take away one and Rodgers will throw touchdowns to three different guys. That's just that's just how it is with this team and I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the matchup, see what Jalen can do. But if if he shuts them down, it's not like that shuts the entire team down. Yeah, very fair. All right, guys, uh, we'll be here the rest of the week. Uh, not us three, but other people, good people, <laughs> all week here on the Pack of Day podcast to get you ready for Saturday's game against the L.A. Rams. Um Make sure that you're following us on Twitter at Packaday Podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends all about us. We appreciate every single person that listens to us. Uh, you know, even if it's even if it's just one time you listen to us, doesn't matter. We appreciate every time that you come and listen to us talk about Green Bay Packers football. We do it all for you guys, so thank you again, um, guys. Do you want to let people know uh, where they can find you out in the uh, the social medias and anything you want to promote this week? Definitely. Uh, you can find me still on Twitter at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M-A-T-T underscore F-R-A underscore. We will be doing our Packers Worldwide halftime hits on Saturday during halftime of the game. Potentially could be the last one of the season. I'd be very, very disappointed if that was, but I think we have probably two more in our belt um, going forward as we complete this season. But check us out on PackersWorldwide.com and make sure to – I guess I mean, there's a ton of people that we do pack a day podcast with. Make sure you're following all their content out there too. A lot mm-hmm. of good stuff. Um, always check for Dan's Florio Fridays and his drunk tweet of the week. He, drunk tweet of the week. He's got a good one coming this week. He says. <laughs> yeah, Dan's actually got some pretty cool things happening this week. Um, not to flex on you, Dan, but Chris Barnes. So. Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty exciting. Chris Barnes tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you, Janelle? Go ahead. I'm I don't have. I'm not talking to Packer players throughout the week. You, know, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Big Mac underscore four. Hockey does start this week, so bear with me through that. I know I, I'm starting to build that hockey following, but it's about to get wild. No pun intended here. <laughs> I pun and then that, definitely intended there. That USA yeah. Junior, that USA Junior win too. I mean, come yeah. on, like you know, yeah. I saw that. Beats Canada again for the gold mm-hmm. medal in their first ever gold medal shutout. So I know we have Canadian friends here, but I just need those bragging rights because they all thought that they were just gonna wipe us under the rug, and we we have their number actually. So our last five meetings, we've won the last four. So yeah. go USA. Dude, U- USA hockey is is making a comeback, and uh, yeah, like Janelle said, keep an eye out Canada because we're coming for the crown. So pretty soon here, we'll we'll take it over, just like we've taken over everything else. Um, yeah, they. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if I need to say anything of my stuff uh, because these two pretty much did did it all for me. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DK all the way, uh, Lombardi's bar over on game on Wisconsin's YouTube channel Wednesdays at seven thirty central, eight thirty Eastern, um, random, random stupid articles that just come into my head on game on Wisconsin website. Uh, I have some, I will have something coming out this week about, uh, who to hate with the rest of the playoffs. So make sure you check that out. But yeah, I, like you guys said too, all the other people on Packaday Podcast, there's people this week that are doing crap that's 
way bigger than anything that we we're doing right now. Like dude, this is such a great team. So anyone that's with the podcast here, give them a follow and give them a listen to all the other stuff that they're putting out there because it's all gold. Um, well, us and not them. I don't really know what you're doing, but <laughs> making bad life choices is what that is. <laughs> well, guys, uh, hopefully here next time that we talk, we're going to be talking about uh, the Packers going on a little work trip little down to Florida. Trip. So mm-hmm. uh, fingers crossed, knock on wood, all of that good stuff. But uh, regardless of what happens, whatever you got to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, whatever happens, just enjoy the game this week, everybody. And uh, until we talk to you next time, go back go. Go back go. world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring this podcast unified healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by energy enhancement system or ee system if you haven't heard of the ee system you'll want to listen up this technology promotes wellness deep relaxation purification and rejuvenation at hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.